Welcome to another episode of Love is Amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it could get you murdered, Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. podcast that reminds everyone that the thing you want most in this life might turn out to be the biggest mistake you ever made, and a huge fucking dumpster fire. Uh, I'm Aaron Black. With me, as always, is Nick Luna. Hey! And Osa. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Yes! It is oh, Valentine's yeah. Day. Now, people listening out there will be listening two days late, but... Oh, it doesn't matter. Hope you had a it's good fine. one. It's yeah. This is This podcast, unlike other podcasts, this is about us. It's all about it's us. 100% about <laughs> us. And right now, for us, it's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you what, I mean, um, this, I'm, I'm pretty stoked because this is the first Valentine's Day I hadn't, like, royally fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I, I thought you were much... gonna say this is the first Valentine's Day you had a girlfriend. Uh, well, I mean, the majority of Valentine's Day has been spent single, but the oh, I mean, same. Yeah, yeah same here. The, well, the... actually, actually, what? Actually, no. I think I've not been single most Valentine's Day. Okay, you cool. Know... Just rub it in our faces. It's yeah. fine. Well, no, no, no. I mean, that makes sense. It's like you can't be alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you but, should uh, see me when I'm by myself. I'm a chatty catty. But uh uh I um so uh Jessica loves uh Allison Chains. Jessica mm-hmm. is so, Aaron's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So I got her uh Allison Chains uh untold story like a book. And nice. in the cover, like for the icing on the cake, what I wanted to do was find a Allison Chains lyric that was like romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, and Allison Chains does have a lot of love songs, but it's all about like falling in love with heroin. Mm. Oh, so so yeah, that's an easy one too. Yeah, <laughs> you should have just been like, "I love you as much as Allison Chains loves heroin." That's basically what I had to do yep. because most. So the lyrics would start off well. But it would take this weird turn to be like, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you complete me. You were the sunshine on my face in a winter day. Who knew you were the devil fucking me in the ass? And when you <laughs> came, your sperm traveled to my heart and turned it black because it's poison. And you're like, ah, so close. <laughs> so close. Although that book yeah. has some juicy stories in it, though. Yeah. But that's a good read. Yeah. Um, I, I did find one. I found one, and the the one I put was basically like, you know, like, uh, hey, you're. It was it was more platonic than anything else. It's like you're a really good friend, and I won't leave you. You know, and, and I was like, that's the best I could do. The best I could do. Uh, the, like the other ones were like, you know, like, uh, uh, you ripped out my teeth and tell me to smile. I don't know. Ugh. But um. Fun stuff. Anyway. Uh, so today we got a sp- special case because it's Valentine's Day. We yeah. have a Valentine's Day case for you guys. Massacre. Yeah. No, it's not a massacre. <laughs> uh, only o- only one person died. Yeah, so far from a massacre. But regardless, a one person massacre. It is. It is a. It it is a murder, and you know that's tragic. But uh, no, um, c- uh, couldn't couldn't be more wrong. So. Uh, this happened in 
Lulu, Georgia on February 14th, Lula. 2010. Lula? Lula. Okay. I, I just know that because uh, I have a friend named Lula, so that stuck out to my mind. Okay, yeah. Huh? And also, you're from the South, so. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I've been to Lula, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, but... It's like, oh, you're from New York City. You know Mikey Fennigan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you from Canada? Oh, do you know Brian McPherson, you know? <laughs> uh, so, uh, Lula, Georgia, it's about an hour outside uh, Atlanta. Large Hotlanta. Hotlanta. The the dirty south. Uh ATL. And um this town apparently has pretty big tourist population during the summer months. So but it but compared to other cities, it's a small, small town. And around nine thirty that night, thirty-eight year old Stacy Schleck. Shrek. Shiak. Schleck. Let's just call her Stacy Shack. Shrek. Shrek. No, Stacy Shrek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better check yourself before you check yourself. I think that's the right way to say it. Check. Check. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So uh, she made a 911 call um, and basically said that something terrible happened to her husband. Uh, he, he was dead. She was very distraught. Uh, so what happened was Stacy and Richard Shrek. Seem to, they basically seem to be the perfect couple, but on this one day, uh, Valentine's Day, where they're supposed to be, um, you know, celebrating uh, their relationship. By hooking up in a car. By hooking up in the car. One of them is found Go, dead. Going back to their roots. So what the fuck happened? Yeah, like people, and you know, initially thought, you know, it was like wrong place, wrong time for Richard. Yeah. You know? So, so, uh... You know, so what the fuck happened? So, let's start with Stacy's background. Mm -hmm. Stacy, Stacy Sheck, uh, was born in 1971, grew up in Florida. Florida. Which, you know, is probably going to make more sense to everyone later. <laughs> All murders lead back to Florida. Yeah, right? It, it, like, it's, it, Florida is like the kevin bacon in the six degrees of kevin bacon you know yeah. like you take any murder in the u.s and somehow from like six degrees somewhere in there florida is going to pop up yep mm -hmm. um so uh she had apparently a very tough childhood her mother uh died as, as a young girl um she got married at 17. whoops yeah so um, she didn't waste any time. Uh, so, uh, you know, in the beginning, this marriage was apparently okay, but in two years, they filed for divorce. I'm surprised they made it lo that long. Yeah. 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 I guess it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I mean, if I got married at 17, like, the person, whoever oh, I married, I would, within a week, there'd be like... This is insane that even thought for a second yeah. that this could be I mean, okay. At my stage in life, I'm like, wow, 17. When you're 17, you're a child. You fucking know nothing. Yeah. yeah not a goddamn thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who? Yeah. The lady I was dating when I was 17, it was scandalous in my mind because she was a year younger than mine. And mm. the age difference was huge. Yeah. 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 There, there's like, you know, between like, I don't know, uh, maybe 13 or 14 to like, 20 something like 
it a very small age difference is like a huge deal sometimes totally yeah, yeah. absolutely so um, uh yeah i felt like i was robbing the cradle or something yeah and you probably were you i mean you know what she was 16 i was 17 uh, like you're lucky you didn't show up on uh to catch a predator that's what i'm yeah, saying right. yeah <laughs> chris Hansen comes out you're you're on a dog dog watch list somewhere yeah <laughs> um so in 1991 she she uh got divorced no no, no. well whatever so she she divorced <laughs> and in 1991 she remarried uh and got pregnant she's still in florida popping out baby and within a year of that marriage she got divorced so she's just she's like a um you know what do you call it a zamboni just rolling over ice (laughs) (laughs) right just leaving some smooth polished thing and you can barely recognize how they were before yeah um I, I, I felt like that whole statement like came from like your heart like there was you like you knew you knew how that dude felt yeah yeah but there's some people you know it, it's like it's weird uh, me me and Nick we're romantics right so I feel like anybody who we actually you know um, like took that step with and made that commitment when it's over like it takes us a second to get over it like yeah. in my second i mean years probably yeah yeah sometimes it never goes away exactly yeah it's, it's like we're talking about like uh months of just like you know lying in your bed fucking awake you haven't you haven't cleaned or brushed your teeth and like yeah and f- like for a while and you're like regretting like deleting those sex tapes yeah exactly but <laughs> this is just like what but on the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum and and I I think I've dated a few people like this on the opposite end, uh, like they break up with you, and the next day, uh, you know they're like while we're like, how am I gonna live again? They're in their apartment going, I wonder what I like better, chocolate or vanilla? Like they don't give a shit. <laughs> like 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 they're all set. Um so. Uh, now she's around 22 years old. She enrolls in college and she gets a degree in psychology and nursing, which is awesome. I, yeah. I, I think about college and, and I'm just like, that's I, I fucking, you know, something psychology and nursing. Like, can you get any more practical? Right. Like it's, it's, it's something that like prepares you for like, uh, the workforce like you have marketable skills right yeah, yeah yeah it's not like having a master's degree in writing and directing fiction exactly yeah yeah or like a music degree yeah or philosophy yeah yeah, yeah. so we all, we all majored in bullshit we figured yeah <laughs> so so at 22 she figured it out and um uh she ended up working as a nurse and and then in 19, 1997, she got remarried again, but it only lasted six weeks. Yeah, I bet that. That was... is bananas. Yeah. yeah. So I I feel like she probably had like a, a you would call it like a quarter life crisis. I think maybe at that point. Um, so 1998, she had another child with a dude she didn't marry. Mm-hmm. So she's, oh, I miss that she wasn't married to that dude. Yeah, yeah me too. She's all over the map. Yeah. So now she's yeah, it was a, a little hard to keep up with her like 
yeah. romantic history. Yeah, no, I mean, she, she's uh, she kept busy. She yeah, kept busy. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, she likes to fuck. She was like, thank you, next. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's one of those things It's like some people can accept that, like, they just like to fuck. So, so every person, they decide to uh, enter in some sort of physical relationship. It has to go further than that. You know, they can't just be like, hey, let me just plow through some shit. That's that's not their mindset. You know, just fuck the pain away. Mm-hmm. Which is a great song. Very, very, like, I, I'd love to bring that song back. Yeah, I can't uh, remember By Peaches? I think, I think I know. Yeah, I, I definitely heard, yeah. yeah. I like, I like the, who, who wrote uh, Too Drunk to Fuck? Who was that? God, oh, so who wrote that? I have no clue. Yeah. Uh, mm, well, all right. In the comments section, let us know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and me, me and Nick will cover it. We uh, could we could ask the Google machine. We yeah, could. Yeah, that's your job, Osa. Okay. To like Google shit while we're talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, is it? Thanks for telling me. So, um, around 1998. Uh, okay, yeah. So, uh, you know, so she now has two kids, not married. Uh, around this time, she starts doing very well professionally. She gets a very um, high-paying job at a spinal clinic uh hospital thing yeah like a specialty center exactly and um <laughs> apparently there's another song called too drunk to taste this chicken <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's that by <laughs> let's look i don't know keep talking <laughs> i've definitely been there though <laughs> uh, oh maybe it's a clip from a movie uh, okay and um so she was basically at this like center she was kind of like the office manager, but she was also like the doctor's right hand. Apparently, she was doing, uh, being like, the assistant in surgery and yeah, stuff like, like that. Yeah, like big surgeries and stuff, you yeah. know, Which, handed in scalpels and you know. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me the extracto blade, uh, scissor thing. Give me that thing that looks like a corkscrew and yeah. is beeping. Yeah, ten cc's of neurochemical salt. You know, or whatever. <laughs> okay, the song is by the Dead Kennedys, which I should have known, but... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I knew it was one of them, but I didn't want to be wrong. Why? Who cares? You... I'm I wrong mean... a lot. Okay, never mind. <laughs> well, yeah, but so am I. Oh, now you're concerned about this, huh? <laughs> you know, I, th I think that's, I think that's uh, one of the... Um, uh, one, one of the things that makes this podcast great. We just say shit. We don't we don't care if we're wrong or not. Yeah. I mean, really? I think I think most of the stuff we say is wrong. In fact, I'm just everything I said about this case, I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's I'm completely wrong. I'm just kidding. Every every this case is a case. Oh yeah, uh, did we ever say a source material? No, it's snapped. Snapped episode blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Um. So uh, <laughs> so we're doing really well financially around the year 2000 um she she even had properties that she was renting out so she was doing pretty well yeah she was like uh, a slumlord 
No. <laughs> just a regular landlord. That's kind of a jump. That's that's a bit bit of a jump to a that's a bit of an assumption to make. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe yeah. she wasn't a slumlord. There are people that own properties that you know aren't like I don't know, you know, piss stained, roach infested. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know it's I know I know it's tough because you know. Brooklyn. Lit. Yeah, yeah, Brooklyn, you know. <laughs> um, so but but something was missing from her life. And she was she was a, a a professional lady doing very well, but what do you think was missing? The fucking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. I'm just glad you guys haven't said coitus yet. Coitus. Oh, well. It's nah. coming. Yeah, I'm well now well, I've only planted, because you mentioned I've it. I planted the seed yeah. of coitus. I mean, isn't that the greatest word ever? Coitus. It really is. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I love it. It, it really sums up like in a word, like exactly how it feels. I'm a gentleman, right? <laughs> that's how it feels for you? I mean, that doesn't you know, make any sense to me. Like <laughs> I, I can't I can't jump on that train. But I'll tell you this much. I'm a gentleman, right? And yeah. I would never go when i was on like hinge and okay cupid i would never be like hey what's up want to fuck that i wouldn't do that because that's low class but i, there's no, I have no problem be like what do you think about coitus you and me huh would, excuse me ma'am would you like to engage in some coitus with yeah. me it's a classic it's, it's a classy way to say do you fuck strangers can i be that stranger i strongly disagree but yeah sure mm-hmm so everyone wants to be that stranger well i'm just glad me and you also are on the same page so uh in 2001 she marries for a fourth time she has one more kid so that brings the kid total to four marriages or three three yeah marriages four yeah and um at this point they live in a very nice home uh one hour out of atlanta um you know, it was nice. They had a swimming pool, blah, blah, blah. Each kid had their own room. Yes. And uh, then in 2004, she separated from this dude. Yeah. They never really gave the reasoning why she kept leaving these people. Well, it's only half an hour or 40 minutes of the show. You know, like mm. if they were going to go into like all her exes, like we're talking about like a six or seven, like, you know, part docu-series you know yeah, that i mean they did mention that um her father died when she was a child and that perhaps she was always kind of looking for love to replace that daddy issues yeah daddy issues mm -hmm. yeah which um yeah okay so um <laughs> all right what do i have to say about daddy issues nothing so <laughs> and uh, i'm not i'm not stepping on that landmine mm -hmm. you tried to get me you tried to get me you tr you tried to I'll set get you me next up. time yeah well we'll see about that you know i'm now I'm, you're on to me though i'm so. too savvy for that shit you know <laughs> hey aaron like what what, what do you think about sexual assault? It's like, nah, okay, you're not going to get me. <laughs> so um, in 2004, she separated from her uh, husband, number four. And once again, you know, she's doing well, but she's empty inside. Um, so what she ends up doing is she finally finds uh, love again. 
with a graphic designer named Richard. Whom at the time was a patient in the thing, right? Yes. So Richard was a romantic. Uh, he was also kind of a um, outdoorsy person. He, he liked adventures. Ventures, yes. He hmm. was... Um, We're gonna go on an adventure. Just me and my friends. Everyone is so awesome. Yeah. So, um, uh, yes, he was a, he was a hot air balloonist. Um, so they, they say, you know, to like say that he was a hot air balloonist, the narration goes, oh, he's uh, a lunar. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) But they say, uh, uh, he always had his head in the clouds, you know, (laughs) you know, which is a good narration, but if like, like a little, like a funny little joke to slide in there. But you know, what I would have done is, uh. You know, because he was shot in the, in the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're talking about like when she showed up and found the body on Valentine's Day, I would have said like, you know, Stacy found found him, but it wasn't the head she was expecting. <laughs> All right, that's a stretch. But... All right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no one in their right mind would ever like write that down for somebody. Well, and they right. kept referring to him as a lunar, and I wish they knew what lunars actually were. They didn't. They didn't actually call him that. Oh. Exactly. What? Are, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> lunars like, are people that have sex with balloons. I get that, but you just like you 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 want them to say that, and all of a sudden, like that. That's all I hear. Implants in your memory, and then all of a sudden you think that's what the whole documentary was about. <laughs> like, like that is that is crazy. <laughs> that is that is some like schizophrenic, you know. Let's you know. Yeah. Should, should we lobotomize this person type shit? Wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're basically you're basically coming up with like straight up, you know, v- very intricate delusions, you know. They call me the delusionist. Mr. Shutter Island over here. <laughs> they call you Nikki DeLuna. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Ooh. Thanks. Oh, Thank uh, yeah, they just did an exploding fist bump to that one. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You, you're, you're very, uh, you're a very grounded person who, who has his head. Not in the not clouds. Not in the clouds. Not in the clouds, but, but solely here in uh, reality. <laughs> Floating slightly above reality perhaps yeah and i didn't get high before today's show good for you (laughs) (laughs) so um he was a patient uh okay so richard uh the the guy she ends up falling in love with was a patient at stacy's work and basically he fell straight up head over heels you know like like his head was like above his heels well, not... We, we, let's not dissect that, because now that you say that, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Well, you know, I, I, I was just about to say, like, do you think what happened was there was, like, a dude looking over at a girl, like, and just being like, oh, she's fucking hot. And then, like, so, like there was a staircase, and he, like, went, like, face first down the staircase and just did a bunch of somersaults. And but that's landed how that's back saying, on his feet? 
No. And that's how, like, the saying came to, oh, to like be. Oh, like you're tumbling? Head... Yeah, okay. exactly. Right. Well, yeah, no, I mean, they infer tumbling, but head over heels would be, like, your natural state of standing. Yeah, my, my head sitting. is over my heels oh, right. currently. Okay. And, yeah. That's, but that's I see what, what you're I'm saying, too, yeah. Aaron. Yeah, and I think that's what they meant. That makes more sense, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, like, colloquialism college, I think that's what they did. Anyway. Yeah. Um... So, uh, they started uh, dating, and uh, he moved in with her when, when they got divorced. Like, Yeah, when Divorce 4 was official, mm-hmm. uh, Richard... Yeah, Richard, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, and apparently, like, once again, he, he seemed like a great guy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, liked to do shit like hot air balloons and whatnot. And um, he was just awesome with stacy's kids they would go on like little adventures like jet skiing yeah like he inherited like a family but like got to like miss all like the really bad part of it which is like babies babies i mean i i think well one 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 was two yeah one was two so that's not like a baby baby a baby baby is like actively trying to kill itself at every moment by the time they're two they're like kind of cute yeah well, I mean, but they're also fucking awful because terrible too. True, true. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like he like passed by like the the like tough years and just fair like, enough, fair enough. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, I think kids are hard at every age, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. bet those kids were hard too because like they're like, who's my daddy? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. lots of daddies. Yeah. So so he was a very him taking the father fatherly role uh of this situation was a very noble thing for him to do yeah yeah yes it was seen in like good eyes by everyone in the community and the family like her family like just loved him for it. exactly yeah you know just just a random you know people in the neighborhood like the baker was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baker's like, oh, you, you're a few cents short. It's all right. You can get me next time. Yeah, that's how Th- Baker's talk. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being a dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to these dadless children. Yeah. Um, the candlestick maker, you know, the the, the rat catcher, the blacksmith. Uh, exactly. That's yeah. racist. All, all the. <laughs> Just because they live across the street from a family of Smiths that happen to be white doesn't mean that the black Smith family should be called blacksmiths. That's not what I was saying the at all. The shit that goes on in your head. Is just I'm just glad I was able yeah. to save that one. No, no, no. I, well, as soon as you started saying it, I, 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 was, I was like, I want to see where this goes. Um, <laughs> I was internally cringing. I was like, oh. Yeah, so, so, yeah but it was not cringeworthy. It, we, it, was. it was. Yeah, oh, okay. it was. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's what I love about you, Nick. Like, like the, there's... The, People all the time, and I'm being dead serious, people all the time are held back by the fear of looking... Of society judging you. Yeah, or 
are looking dumb or stupid and that is not the case <laughs> with Nick. That is so not the case. That mechanism is missing from and, Nick's and, brain. And it's super admirable. Like, like um, some pe- most people have a filter somewhere between their brain and their mouth. Mm-hmm. That's not a part of his anatomy. Yeah, I'm just pure consciousness. Really yeah, quickly. Just a pure stream of consciousness. <laughs> I, I got a great story really quickly. So it was like, uh, it, it was me and Nick. We didn't know each other very well, right, mm-hmm. at this time. Um, but uh, it, it might have been only like the third or four, fourth time hanging out. And we went to an open mic. And uh, in New York City. And, you know, I went up, I did my thing, whatever. And Nick goes up and he's not a comedian and he had nothing prepared, but he goes up and he just like, I can't even remember what he said, It, but it was just like straight up bananas, whatever. But he, but he did it and with like a huge smile on his face. And um, he comes off and he was just like, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and there was nothing but complete crickets the entire time. <laughs> just completely silent. And he comes up and he goes, that was awesome. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. I, think, I think I might try this again. I think I have a knack for why it. Why do I have a feeling there is alcohol involved in this story? But it, oh, that's yeah. not why, that's not. Well, yeah, but but also, but it it was something else. Like anybody else, even drunk, w- would have been like, "Oh dear God!" But not Nick. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a similar story. We had game night at my house not too long ago, mm-hmm. and Nick was there. We were playing this game, and it was like a dare where like. Uh, you know, you get a point if you stand up and and do like a stand up comedy routine for like five minutes. And he fucking he kind of did it though. Yeah, like I he kind of yeah. nailed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I would have had no idea what to say, and he just kind of did it. And he made some funny jokes, and I was like, oh, all, all right, I wasn't expecting that, but that yeah. was cool. And like one dude that was there was like actually a comic. Oh, so. I was obviously not paying attention. Yeah. I was just you were fucking wasted. I was just drinking skinny girl margaritas <laughs> all night that night. <laughs> I was like watching every. Everyone just slowly descended to get yeah. wasted because I was. And by sober. everyone, you probably just mean me and Sarah. Yeah. Because we were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else was pretty sober. Sarah and I are epic lightweights. Yeah. Sarah is her roommate that has rainbow-colored hair. Mm-hmm. Nice. She's amazing. Oh, like um uh, uh TK sixty nine. Takashi six nine. Yeah, that, yeah. 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 A lot like Takashi six nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One time she put her hair in a bunch of braids so that she would have like like before she went to bed so that she'd have wavy hair in the morning and she she looked like Takashi six nine. Oh. <laughs> There's lots of jokes flowing about it. It was great. <laughs> but anyway, she should get some face tattoos. Yeah. Totally. That would totally help. And um, maybe like join a gang that doesn't really want her to join. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, got way off topic there. That's okay. <laughs> um, uh, it, it was all my fault. So, anyway, <laughs> you opened it up. I, I opened it up. I opened the door, and you guys just <laughs> and walked then through everything it. just spilled out. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, you know, so so Stacy had three kids and met this guy Richard, and they were just kind of one big happy family for a while um you know and very quickly in the relationship richard asked her to marry him in 2007 they eloped privately fit times the charm yeah which makes sense i mean after after marriage number three you don't 
you don't get married. You fucking elope. Yeah. You go and this some, was this was five, right? Yeah, this yeah. was big marriage five. number yeah. five. You you go somewhere where Elvis can can do the ceremony and then you never tell anybody and then you come back and just go, I have a husband now. That's mm-hmm. the only way people will accept the shit that you're doing. Yeah, if you try to send out invites for that shit. People, for your fifth marriage, people are gonna just roll their fucking eyes. Yeah, or yeah, be like, and be like, I'm not giving you another gift, bitch. Yeah, do, do yeah, it at, you better register it at fucking Costco. Yeah, do it, do it at well. well actually, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, do, do it at like <laughs> right. Do it at like a bingo hall. Yeah, um, <laughs> or like the Elks Club. Yeah. So uh, after they got married, Richard pretty soon after that got laid off. But Stacy's doing well, so it wasn't a huge deal. And um, it gave Richard a t- chance to kind of bond with the kids. Yeah, he became a house husband. Yeah, exactly. Which I know a lot about. Yeah, yeah. So I want to be a house go. husband. Yeah. Someday, when my uh, hip-hop beat-making career takes off. Hell yeah. And you get accepted for the surgery that you've been applying for. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Wait, what? Because <laughs> I'd have to be a husband, he's saying. Yep. I, oh, no, no. oh I yeah, made, that's a lot harder with ladies than it is with dudes. I made a dick joke. I get it. <laughs> Yay, dick joke. <laughs> Yay, penises. Yeah, no, um, it's a lot harder for a lady to become a dude than a dude to become a lady. That is irrelevant to the topic. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying, it seems more difficult. It's all fucking nuts. All right, so <laughs> it's not nuts. That's some people's choice. It's one hundred percent nuts. I'm not saying it. I'm. I, it that wasn't like saying something about like the. I. I wasn't. It wasn't like a comment on like, you know, you're not gender you do it. or whatever. Yeah. But I'm saying like as a sur- surgical procedure. It is nuts. It is crazy. Okay. There's oh, a yeah. lot of surgical procedures that are nuts. It's no, all, it's all fucking crazy yeah, that no, they can I, do that yeah, shit. Yeah, I wasn't saying. I wasn't saying. Well, you know what I, I wasn't what, saying. I yeah. get what you're saying, Aaron. All right, I just I just want everyone to know. <laughs> All right, so um, her family loved Richard, so they were really convinced uh, that he was the one. So let's jump to uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2010. Ooh. So that evening, Richard was actually cooking dinner at Stacy's grandparents' house. Uh, this was in a different thing. I ah, saw. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so Richard was cooking dinner at Stacy's grandparents' house for Stacy and her grandparents. Her grandparents, by the way, were an elderly couple that needed around-the-clock care. Uh, did Richard help out with that too? Yeah, he did. Oh, what but, a guy! And um, you know, and also Stacy obviously did. Um, yeah, yeah, because she's a nurse. She's a nurse. Yeah. Uh, so they basically had her, uh, Stacy and Richard had gifts and cards to exchange, right? And um, but Stacy decided that they should do this at a, the park, the secluded park that they were at. Yeah, because they they like to like go to secluded places to go fuck. Yeah, which you know. Yeah, why not? Which I one hundred percent, I I get. Right? Why people like that, but it's it's not really for me. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I've been in relationships where I've done that, and it it's, was fun. It's cool. It's cool when you're like a teenager. Yeah, but, but, or and you like live at your home. early twenties. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. But after twenty five, give me a bed. Exactly. You know, give, me a, <laughs> give me a bed in a room that nobody else is in. 
Yeah, yeah, and maybe a door that might lock. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and, and maybe maybe like one or two cameras that are filming. Yeah, uh, operated by like maybe one or two strippers that you met like around the way. But yeah. anyway, that I'm getting off topic here. Yeah, and this is the perfect time for me to plug my OnlyFans site. <laughs> I I would 100% join. <laughs> I would I would um you know it's funny it's 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 like if if there's people I follow on the internet like that are like they're internet personalities right uh King Cobra JFS Lauren Armstrong other people and anytime like I hear something where they have like some sort of weird pictures or sex tapes like and this is obviously nothing to do sexually but i'm gonna look it up i can't yeah i can't how do i watch this i want to watch it now i can't hear that somebody i kind of know has like some sort of sex tape out there and not see it what am i crazy did you ever watch the uh, dustin diamond sex tape rest in peace by the way um no i didn't screech I, I have And also Mike D's uh brother, Mike D from the Beastie Boys. Actually, you know what? Um uh me and uh Jessica looked that up. I don't think that was actually the case. I don't think They're... Screech is Mike D's brother. Really? I, I thought they were because they both have the I last thought, I thought they were too, but then Osa? we did <laughs> then we went on. on Wikipedia. Yeah. But it, it's just kind of like you know, it's just one of those things like if I know someone even remotely sort of know them and i find out that they either had a sex or b got murdered and it's on the internet i'm just i'm gonna you're there i can't help it myself Mm -hmm. uh anyway so uh they were gonna have sex in this secluded park stacy told richard to just they're not related just so you guys know yeah uh, but but i get it would have been cool if they were though well they look exactly alike and they have the same last name exactly um and i mean and that's what i thought like yeah. i i thought that all the way up to a couple weeks ago when i find that dustin diamond died yeah i thought that all the way up to about 30 seconds ago yeah yeah it happens yeah. So, oh, how ha- the mighty have fallen. So, uh, <laughs> Stacy basically, Stacy, they're they're about to exchange gifts. Stacy tells Richard to just go ahead, meet me at this very secluded place. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why she said that was because there was a nurse that was supposed to come by who was late, so she had to wait for the nurse. Mm-hmm. So, so. She said, just go there and just have fun without me in a car by yourself. Yeah, just get started. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> you know just, just masturbate to some, like, deer that you see prance, prancing around or whatever. Oh, doe. So, uh, around 9.30 p.m., uh, 38-year-old S- Stacy makes this 911 call saying that something terrible happened to her husband. And as far as 911 calls go, it was very believable. Yeah, she yeah. really sold it. Yeah. yeah. Very no, much I, so. She was freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, 100%. She was having a meltdown. You know? It, as if, like, somebody... As if she didn't know this is yeah, going yeah, to happen. Yeah, like, she was going there to fuck, discovers the dead body, really harshes your Valentine's Day plans. Yeah, yeah. 
No, it was one of those things where it's like, if you didn't tell me how fucked up these people were, I would have been like, she really loved him. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So she was, uh, you know, so she makes this 911 call. She tells people, the operator, that she was supposed to meet her 46-year-old husband at this remote uh, park overlooking the chattahoochee river chattahoochee which made me wonder like you know the term hoochie mama does just that stop no does stop. that have to do stop with the right chattahoochee now, river no obviously not so <laughs> let's, let's not even dignify that with like going into that remotely okay okay, okay, okay. so um you know in and uh the way they describe this place this was actually what people would call a put-in. This is a, a, a boat put-in or a boat ramp. Oh, if you do, I've never heard it called a put-in. I, 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 I thought they were called launches, boat launch. Yeah, th so there's that. But, there's a, but if you are running a river, mm -hmm. you know, and there's certain designated spots you put in, or you take out, and that's what they call them: put in uh, or take I out. I see, I see. I'm not a river master like you are. Uh, Little known fact: Aaron Black is a river master. I'm just someone who has kayaked a bunch, but it's a put in or it's take out. But they, but they also call them boat launches. I see. And I think boat launches for more like big, like big rivers that you that. It's mainly like motor boats. Oh, I see. I see. But it could also be both. It could be a a, a boat uh, launch uh, uh, and yeah, a pudding. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, it could be like big speed boats, or it could be a uh, uh, wood pussies. Did you say wood pussies? Yeah. What is a wood pussy? Isn't that a little stupid boat? <laughs> Let me grab my phone. <laughs> anyway. Wood pussy. Oh wood my pussy. One word. dear lord. Wood pussy. Oh, you mean a birch cock. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wood pussy. That's, that's a good insane. one. No, right. if I'm right, then... Uh, okay, the wood pussy. Oh, it's it's a it's a proper noun. The wood pussy. It's capitalized. Is a thirteen and a half foot cat boat designed by Philip Rhodes. The first boats were constructed in 1945 by Palmer Scott Boatworks. These boats were wood with wooden mass, the class which switched to fiberglass hulls in the 1960s. Nobody cares. Can I see a picture? But turns Images. out that Nick isn't just making up words. What? What is <laughs> Nick, that? Nick, it's a fucking sailboat. It's a boat. It's a sailboat. It's still a wood pussy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real word we'll give him this yeah. one yeah no it's a real bird yeah um okay so anyway uh she was uh you know so she's like freaking out my 46 year old husband is dead you know um so what basically happened was when stacy gets there she finds richard on the ground with the truck his truck still running and the door open. And in the 911 call, she says, quotes, he's been shot, he's dead. He, she's very convincing. Then she says something like, I was supposed to meet him here. And when I pulled in, he's been shot. 
which if you think about it, that's a lot of pretty, very accurate, very point, poignant information to like say off the top of your head when you're, you know, um, at a very hyper level with a lot of anxiety, you know? Yeah, yeah but yeah. she is a nurse. You're right. Okay, that's a valid point. Yeah, yeah. 100. Nick, Nick, you were fucking right. Yeah, when you're, you're right, right about you're that. Right. And you are right. <laughs> so, um, sounded hysterical. Stacy said that she got robbed. Um, she got robbed. Oh, so she said that he got robbed. He got robbed. And now that, that's something that's like, what? You know, you're you're hysterical. You're going crazy. So you're gonna like figure out what's missing that's a little bit yeah. suspect um police come to the scene to this put in and basically they find out uh richard richard was shot once in the vehicle he gets out of his car and then he was shot like five more times Ooh. so just emptied the clip basically yeah assuming it's a six shooter <laughs> yeah no i mean um regardless of how many bullets it was it was a lot of bullets yeah for for, for like you know bullets inside a person you know when they're talking about this place the uh police detective he's like it'd be a good spot for like you know a rendezvous for like sexual nature or to like murder somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're like, huh. Yeah, so it's one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> and um uh basically, you know, they they figured that Richard was waiting for Stacy and then this guy who is like lying in wait that they they basically think the guy was like already there. Whoever killed him was already at the spot when Richard was there. And then the guy just murdered him. And, um, you know, and so, and the police were very confused. Why, why are you a married middle-aged couple and meeting at a boat ramp? I would love to know that, <laughs> you know? And apparently, um, and, uh, Stacy was very open about Super everything. Open. Yeah, like, uh. And they said like, look, that's how we get off, you know, sex in public, you know, wherever we just, we just They're like trying to spice it, it up, mm -hmm. spice it up. Yeah, I mean, like, sex, like, you know, in a park, you know, in a car doesn't seem too bad. Seems, like, pretty nice and pristine. If there's no one around, you can roll down the windows. I disagree 100%. If you want to, like, keep it, like, hot and steamy, you can roll the windows up. Keep the stank in. Sex... <laughs> Sex in a car is fucking stupid unless you're in high school. I mean, yeah. like, like I, like I had sex in a car, but that's because the, that's the only place I could have sex. Yeah, right. I'm kind of with Aaron on this one. If you have a bed that you could just like chill and just like, you know, figure it out, go slow, take your time. There's no pressure. Like that's that's what I prefer. Yeah, I, I guess everyone's different though. I I get that some people get off at doing it at a public place. Mm -hmm. um so uh so so police authorities checked out the tire tracks and they found actually three sets of tires right so there was uh richard and then there was stacy's who came in and there was a third set of tire tracks that in the tire tracks whatever that car was they came into the boat ramp 
and then they left mm -hmm. right before uh stacy got there yes and um so the cops checked it out they think that robbery actually seemed very unlikely which is because um nothing seemed to be missing nothing was gone his wallet was there his wedding band his, his wedding band his watch his chain i mean um <laughs> his, what his gold chain yeah yeah totally you can't just make up facts nick <laughs> <laughs> Wallet, wedding band, and watch. That's all stuff they said in the documentary. They said nothing about a gold chain. Yes, you exactly. are right. Yeah. But if he had one, it would still be there. It would still be there. Yes. Okay. Um, so, uh, possible he showed the situation to people. Okay, so cops are like, hmm, this is weird. What do you think happened? What do you think happened, Bob? You know? <laughs> and then Bob was like, what that what happened okay so bob was like what if richard drove into a situation that you know the people that were already there didn't want to see what if he witnessed something like a drug dealer people yeah. like drug burying dealer. a body yeah. or whatever because it was a good place for illicit activity yeah mm -hmm. you know what if he came in and it was motherfucking tony soprano and he was killing his cousin tony b and they were getting rid of the l evidence and Polly walnuts were there and he was like hey Polly walnuts you know <laughs> what if that happened you know and that's why he's dead so who knows sure so <laughs> that was that was that could be the worst Polly walnuts impression in the history of impressions of okay. anybody yeah, yeah. yeah Polly walnuts <laughs> <laughs> which, which is like and that is my impression of every single person in the Sopranos. You know, I told you Soprano. I'm Chris Molisante. <laughs> you know? I'm Anthony Soprano's son. You know, I'm Meadow. <laughs> oh, Meadow's a mess. Yeah. No, no, no. Meadow's fine. It's Anthony who's a mess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um Stacy says that uh you know, they were basically there because they liked to possibly have sex in a secluded place. When they questioned Stacy, she opened up very quickly. Very quickly. About um, uh, her sex life and other intimate details. Apparently, they were only having sex uh, once every three months. And, you know, if we know one thing about Stacy, it's she likes, likes to, to fuck. fuck. She likes to fuck, yeah. And I mean, you know, I think that's like, can also be said about like most people in a yeah. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there was this kind of, um, I don't know, like, what do you call it? Uh, uh, that thing that you think happens because everyone tells you it happens, but it doesn't really happen that much. Uh, Stereotype. Stereotype. Misconception. <laughs> yeah. This Actually, most stereotypes are true, though. Don't say that. No. Um, I'm not saying like racial stereotypes. I'm saying like uh, like yesterday when we went to go buy donuts, there was cops standing in line behind us. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cops like donuts. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be a stereotype if it wasn't true. Or like Jews having big noses. That's what you were thinking, you motherfucker. No, <laughs> no. I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. You know, Aaron, you and I have pretty pretty decent sized noses for jews mm -hmm. when we didn't we didn't get too bad well my yeah. dad's my dad's catholic so. well i have a sweet little button nose so i 
I got I got the I got the goyim look. Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately our infantry. So, uh, yeah. So basically, you know, Stacy was like, "Yeah, we we were we went to the secluded place because we wanted to spice shit up." Yeah, we um, we don't ever have sex, you know. Yeah, or once every th- three yeah. months. Uh, he was, you know, and apparently not only that, but when she was talking to the cops, she said that she was getting very tired of Richard. He was home all the time because he's unemployed. She didn't get enough dick. Not enough dick. So she started having an affair. Ooh, yeah. A very spicy one. Yes. She also said she had an affair with a co-worker named Juan. 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 Don Juan. Juan es muy guapo. Yeah, he was a big tattooed man. Stacy says she was having an affair uh, with a co-worker named Juan. And um, they would meet a few times a week, which is pretty good for an affair. And, um, you know, apparently he was like a bad boy. He had a bunch of tattoos, very very buff. Just liked to fuck. Yeah, liked to fuck. And uh, she said she was very fond of him. Oh, uh, they took a trip to Vegas together? Yes, yes. They went to Vegas for three weeks. before the it was three weeks? No, no, no. They went on a trip oh, th- wait 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 three weeks before the murder oh okay yeah. okay i thought you meant they were in vegas for three weeks i was like how did she get away with that yeah um well she told uh richard that it was basically a business trip yeah and, and, and they worked together so it wasn't that much of a stretch other than that, that they were not there for business except the business of coitus well, there it is yeah okay yeah i mean richard wasn't there with them no but like Juan and Stacy going on a trip together wouldn't have been that out of the ordinary because they work together. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Stacy says she talked to Juan about leaving Richard and, uh, you know, and they try to, and you know, leave Richard and, and try to, you know, go for it with Juan. Just, just two kids, you know, up that against like, the world, like the fuck trying to make it legal. <laughs> and uh but Stacy didn't want to separate from Richard because Richard uh legally adopted two of the kids. Yeah, the younger two. So that would have been a big problem, right? Huge act- problem. They actually I guess they made a joke about it where it became like a joke where it's like, hey, you know, like we'll be together in twelve years. <laughs> you know, when uh you know, all the kids are out of school, which <laughs> I don't and know. And then we can get divorced. Yeah. I'm sure as, as far as the joke went, like, it, they probably delivered it better than I did. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Probably <laughs> in mid-coitus as well. No. Oh. It was probably more like, probably like somebody would mention something. It would probably be like off a, off the cuff thing. Like somebody was like, oh, did you see that house? That's pretty nice. It's like. Yeah, I hope it's still up in 12 years. Because <laughs> that's how long we got to wait to be together because you're fucking married. <laughs> and you have kids. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I cracked myself up. Um, so anyway, right? I, I think that's probably how it went down. Yeah. So yeah. Stacy said that uh, Juan is, is, you know, so so the cops were like, Hey, you know, um, everything told me I think Juan might have killed your husband. And Stacy was like, he's 
probably not the killer. So, you know, in a way, she did... He's probably not the killer because he's wonderful. Oh! Wow, good yeah, job. Yeah. Bam. Maybe another exploded fist bump <laughs> that I did not get. Only uh, Aaron and Osa exchanged those. Well, I mean, I'm the only one. Who, if you gave it to... Oh, yeah, let me yeah. see. See, there you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it was an offered one by you, so... Hmm. Yeah. All right, so, all right. Well, well, yeah. you know, get in the corner. Think about that. Put on your dunce hat. You only you only get what you give. You know, nobody put Osa in a corner. You got to pay it forward. <laughs> yep. So, anyway, um, so so basically the cops were like, you know what? You know what I think by the stuff you said? I think your Latin lover, Juan, is the killer. And basically Stacy was like, uh probably not so in a way she in the, in a way she like stepped up a little bit for Juan. she kind well she also kind of set Juan up a little a little bit yeah but she's well i mean they would naturally sus- uh, think that he'd be a suspect you know that's true he set himself up for that he knew what he was doing no she, he didn't know she was gonna there was gonna be any murder involved. But you know that if you're in an affair, there's always a chance that a murder is gonna. That's happen. what I was saying. Like, any time you like get involved with a married person, there's always like an implicit. Um, there's an implicit risk of something like this happening. It's, well, I guess so. It's far away. It's 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 something like the risk is increased if you're in this situation. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you guys ever fucked people that were married? No. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they like they had been separated for like a really long time. Well, that and, doesn't and, count. Or is that what she told you? That's what <laughs> she told me. So what I about get, you? Okay, so um, <laughs> it was like I don't know, two thousand nine or something. It was it was at a. No, it was probably like 2000. Yeah, 2009 or something like that. It was actually on a river uh, in West Virginia. It was a big festival. Uh, there's a. Was it a river fest? No. It was like. Um, God, what was the name of the river? Uh, it wasn't the Golly, which is huge, or the New, but it was like so- somewhere. It was one of the smaller rivers. Uh, but it's. Each river seems to have kind of sort of like a festival kind of mm-hmm. where like a bunch of like white water people come. Mm-hmm. Met a girl, uh, you know, we had sex. I was driving around in a, um, uh, a Subaru. No, a, um, Volkswagen golf, ah. which means like talk about having sex in a very cramp Place. Oh yeah, yeah. Those yeah. Are small yeah see, see, when I was having sex in a car, she had um, a uh, Jeep uh, Cherokee. A dick? No, no. I'm just kidding. All right. No, she didn't. She didn't. But that. No, 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 cool no, no. She did. You know, more <laughs> yeah. power to her. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was golf, and it was very cramped. But you know, I was very, I was way more. Uh, agile limber yeah your dexterity but anyway at the uh, so so it ended and like you know that morning she like you know i guess she put on a ring and i was like are you fucking married she was like yeah what's the big deal Uh, yeah (laughs) what yeah no i swear to god 
And I was like, the big deal is I'm in West Virginia. This is delivery country. Yeah, you know? deliverance. Yeah, oh, deliverance. No. Yeah. Somebody's going to ask me if I have a pretty mouth. <laughs> and then they're going to shoot me with a bunch of arrows. I'm uh, going to make you squeal like a pig. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, I made or, it. Yeah, or, you know where like the hillbillies rape the fat one. The fat one. The fat one. Oh, you talking about Ned Beatty? No, in Deliverance, there was like the fat, the fatter yeah, one. Yeah, that's Ned Beatty. That was Ned Beatty. Yeah, I think so. Huh. All right, whatever. the The point was, I was very scared that this was my fate. <laughs> um, but, but you never, obviously, you didn't get murdered. Didn't get murdered. But did other... you ever meet the do you ever have to like meet the husband well i would tell you but um it would bring up a bunch of stuff that took me many years of therapy to oh, okay put, <laughs> take down no 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 i was fine i was like she was like yeah i have a husband i was like so you need to leave right now and uh let's never see each other ever again yeah 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 but that was pretty scary so anyway yeah i guess yeah I mean, it wasn't it baby yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't make this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Stacy said that the that Juan was probably not the killer, you know. But at the same time, she was like, "But it could be." So, St- Stacy said that um, Juan uh, knew where Rich was at the time of his murder, so that wasn't great. So Juan was brought in for questioning. Juan basically he didn't deny the affair because you can't but um he basically thought that stacy was in a very open relationship mm-hmm. with yeah yeah maybe she was not completely truthful with him yeah yeah she fronted and w- said that she was in an open relationship and then so was he you know no richard no not r- yeah yeah richard was yeah. in an open relationship too richard that's what Stacey she were told both open. oh yeah yeah um, so, uh, yeah, so February 15th, uh, one day after the murder, um, Juan denies having anything to do with the mo- murder, but he, he still has a motive that he can't shake. However, he also has an, an alibi. alibi. It rhymes with cabbie pie. All right. Alibi. And uh, during the murder, he was in Atlanta, about an hour away. They never go into what the alibi was, but I don't know. Maybe yeah, he was at a strip club in Atlanta. Well, that's not what they say. No. <laughs> you just made that up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we don't know what the alibi was. Probably strip club. Yeah. You know. No, this guy. He but has the knows? receipts too. You know, maybe he was like working at a soup kitchen. You don't know, Nick. <laughs> Get off Juan's case, all right? He's a good dude. He's a good Juan. Minus... <laughs> that, that is was a, a good, good one. one. Yeah. <laughs> a good Juan. Boom, exploding... Whatever. Daps. Yeah. yeah. So investigators pull records from the cell phone uh, tower by the murder scene. Uh, and because, like, this murder scene was pretty secluded... There was only so many people that called in that area. Sure. So they find the, a number that was called several times around the time Richard was killed. The number they find was also in Stacy contact. Yeah, it was in her phone as well. Mm-hmm. 
And right. in her phone, it was saved as Mr. Results. Yes, it was. And Stacy's phone, the number that they saw a bunch of times was called Mr. Results. Mr. Results? Who is Mr. Results? Yes. You know, so let's go over. Who is Mr. Results? Mr. Results. Mystery Salt? Mr. Results. <laughs> Mystery Salts. Mr. <laughs> results. Uh, second cousin of uh, Bill and I, the science guy. <laughs> Just kidding. So Mr. Results was a personal trainer in Atlanta, and his real name was Reginald... Mystery Salts. <laughs> Mystery Salts. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Colts. Mr. His real name was Reginald... Mr. Your Faults. Mr. Your Faults. (laughs) Mr. Your Galtz. Galtz. All right, whatever. Anyway, uh, Anyway. his name's Reginald... uh, What was his name? Jones? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, His name was Reginald Coleman, Mr. Results. Sorry, sorry. Uh, So who is Reginald? So Reginald is a 36-year-old dude from uh, Philadelphia who ran his own gym. Philly in the building. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) City of brotherly love. Yeah. Um, You know, Philadelphia is just like, you know, their hero is like someone who's like completely fabricated like you know it's all about rocky but Mm. rocky never existed Mm. right well anyway is uh, that their hero though i thought like their hero was being like the first capital of the united states well that's that's not a a, a, that's a event (laughs) i don't know if events can be heroes uh but i think you know they have like a they have like a statue of, of Rocky, uh, uh, Rocky. Where, where he ran up the thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, there's um, there's that guy, Rocky, and then they have cream cheese and, and they have um, uh, uh, Philly, Philly cheese, cheese steaks, steaks. Which, you know, and there's supposed to be two Genos and something else. Max's. No, but regardless what the second one was, apparently those actually aren't the best cheese steaks in Philadelphia. In, so, in the comments, let us know what you think the best Philly cheesesteak in Philly is. Yeah. All the, <laughs> all the comments will just be like from the one dude who listens to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so he's from Philadelphia, runs his own gym. Uh, very, very street savvy, right? Uh, also has a criminal in prison record. Yeah. Ooh. So um, not good. He's been in the pokey. Mm-hmm. So always, always had a hustle. Knows how to get by on the on the streets. Um. So you know, basically, it seemed like his criminal days were all but behind him. Um. So you know, he he was working with the youth. He was trying to like get his life together. And around uh this time, around Richard's murder. Uh, Reginald called a woman named Lenitra Ross, right? So who was Lenitra Ross? Mm-hmm. Lenitra Ross was a woman involved with Mr. Results, or as we like to call him, um, Reggie. Mystery uh, Salts. Mystery Salts. Mystery Salts, yeah. 
And uh, so the cops look into Lenitra. Who's Lenitra? Well, I'm going to tell you. So uh, they round, they find out that Lenitra was a medical biller, right? So she was like, uh, but not just any medical biller. She was a medical biller at a place where Stacy worked. Uh... Stacy was like the boss there. Yes, Stacy was the boss there. Stacy uh, was Lenitra's supervisor and landlord, right? So yeah, yeah, and landlord. Yeah, so so they were they were tight. Yeah, they knew each other in several different ways. They had like kind of like a beneficial relationship, uh, Lenitra and um, Stacy. So uh, they were close. But it also kind of seemed like it wasn't just a friendship thing. There was a quid pro quo, mm. which is Latin for, I, I, I don't know. It Latin, it's Latin for uh, give me something. I will do something uh, if you give me something. Um, yeah, I will do something if you give me something in exchange. Yeah, and yep. that's most definitely not the official way to say it, but yeah. it's, it's technically right. Yeah. Yeah. Close yeah. enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know what it means. Yeah, <laughs> I I know that from uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah, me too. Mm. That's where I first learned it. Yeah. So there was a communication kind of between the three of them during Richard's death, which is, I mean, as far as like people, like committing a committing a murder, it's just like do just a little research, just a tiny yeah. bit. Just a bit. Yeah. You know, it's like. I get it. Don't kill anybody. I understand that. Don't kill anybody. Here at Love is Amazing, we are all for people not killing other people. Yes. Oh, of course. Yes. But if you're going to do it, <laughs> just do a little fucking Just don't research. be a fucking idiot. Just, yeah. I mean, just get caught by something that's like you didn't even know there was technology about. But like, come on, making calls at the crime scene come on just watch one or two forensic files yeah yeah which so, clearly they did they not always talk about cell phone towers and triangulation and all that yeah shit. every single time yeah. yeah so uh reg and stacy and latrina they all talk to each other and um so the night of after latrina talked to reg uh she sent a text to Stacy. All right, let me back up. So, the night of the murder, uh, basically, Reg killed Richard, right? Right after that, mm-hmm. uh, he basically texted uh, Latrina. Mm-hmm. And then once he texts Latrina, basically at the murder scene, Latrina texts uh, Stacy, and the, she texts, "Hope you have a happy Valentine's Day," which the cops believe is code for that Richard dude, is dead. Yeah. yeah, Richard is dead. Which you can I, go there now and discover his body. Yeah. So now the cops have a, a bit of a trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the cops start looking at Stacy's bank records. Oh yeah, this is damning. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. quite. <laughs> so uh, it turns out that days before Richard's death, she transferred $8,900 to Latrina. And Latrina, uh, Latrina took that 8900 bucks and transferred it to Reginald. 
Ooh. Yeah. Mr. Results. Mr. Results, which is, I mean... Hey, when paper trails come that blatant, it's like, you know, for a cop, it's like a gift from God. It's almost like, were you trying to get caught? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, the, the guy from Memento who had, like, short-term memory loss, he could have figured this out. <laughs> you know, this could be a Christopher Nolan film, you yeah. know? Um, except it would be, like, more of a dark comedy than anything else. So, um... Uh, so so they followed the money. The money was pretty bad, uh, it, but while the money trail led to Reginald, uh, the th there was still a third set of tire uh, tire marks at the uh, crime scene, and those tire marks did not belong to Reginald's car. Yeah, not to Reggie's car, no sir. Nope. So they still had to figure that out. So, although the cops suspected Stacy, they didn't let her know that they basically, the jig was up, you know. Uh, she was still playing the grieving widow. She was talking about, like, what great memories she had of Richard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is like... She'd be like, once every three months when it was sex night, it would be magical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sex was so good every now and then when we had it. I mean, I wonder if four, four, the four times a year that we had sex, it was great. Take, take like all the murders, all the reasons why people um, kill their spouse. And like most of them, obviously, is for money, right? Jealousy. Mm -hmm. But how many do you think, how much murder do you think is just people just not getting enough dick? It has to be. Or the other way around. Like, you know, a, a lack of sex in a relationship. When, when I said, like, n not dick, I, well, I should have, yeah, you're right. I should have said that. What, what I meant was either or, I'm talking yeah. about, like, both genders, like, just mm -hmm. not getting enough sex. Yeah. I don't know. Hard to say. Well, educated guess. <laughs> uh, I would say not very many. Very few. Very few, probably very few people have been driven to murder by uh, lack Prob of sex. I mm -hmm. would say probably more than you would think. It's it, it like borders on like some of that incel stuff, except uh, the okay. incel person would be like a married person. Yeah. Yeah. Just n never getting laid. I see yeah. what you're saying. No, it's interesting. Like, you're my wife and you owe me sex. And if you don't give me sex, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. And they're like, fuck you. You're not getting no sex because I'm giving my sex to this person instead yeah yeah you know it's like everybody thinks when they think when they think incel they think of like some dude who had, like never had sex but you know i think like incel like can be like that definition can encompass like plenty of married men yeah that where mm -hmm. the sex just like stopped yeah yep and then all of a sudden you're just i mean based on the definition of what an incel is you're an incel mm -hmm. involuntary involuntarily celibate yeah yep. you don't want to not have sex but your, but wife, not but your sex. wife won't fuck yeah. you yeah hey uh i need to go to the bathroom really quickly okay cool all right it's the pp song i gotta urinate oh it's the pp song this is a short break it's the pp song
Holy shit, dog, we're back. Basically, what happened was, you know, uh, cops at this point were like, you fucking killed your husband. But she didn't know that th that's what they were thinking. So she was trying to play it cool, you know, and being like, oh, Richard, he was such a great husband, you know. <laughs> and around this time, uh, even Stacy's family started getting suspicious. Like, you know, you're fucked. When, <laughs> when your family turns on you. Yeah, when, when, when like your mom or brother and sister being like, you, you did it. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. Like, I could see my family totally being like, just, all right, stop it. Just turn yourself <laughs> yeah. in at this point. <laughs> um, what would you do if like you're, you're a cousin or sibling like was definitely involved in a murder? Would you just be like, you gotta turn yourself in now i would say that and i'd also be like and i don't think i can lend you any money or you can stay at my house yeah okay. yeah i will always love you and visit you in jail yeah yes yeah i'll send you cartons of <laughs> which cigarettes which is where you belong yeah yeah i'll send them cartons of cigarettes oh yeah in. that'll that'll go a long way in jail yeah that'll, yeah that'll, that'll help like, them make friends i've heard that is currency there oh. totally would you uh if Nick needed an alibi, would you give it to him for for the cops? If he killed somebody? I mean... Let's no, say, if I just needed an alibi. Let's just say, let's just say he it came... It depends on what he did. Let's just say he came in and he was like, look, if the cops talk to you, just say it was at, um, you know... Well, uh, the Red Lobster with you. Yeah. It depends on what he did. Oh, okay. That's... That's, that's a keeper right there. Yeah, that's you true. You got a low. keeper. <laughs> if you uh if you fucking killed somebody, I'm I'm yeah, probably going to break up with you. Yeah, but the Sorry, fact, the fact that you after would, prison. Before, obviously. No. But but the fa <laughs> the fact you even consider like giving him an alibi in the first place is like pretty solid. That's a pretty that's a pretty solid partner right there. So, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Please don't put me in that position. <laughs> well, you know, he can't promise anything. Yeah. So in, in May 2010, uh, Stacy's cousin, Constance, noticed that her grandparents' car was missing from their house. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stacy also took care of the grandparents because yes. they were like uh, invalids or something. No, uh, but they were uh, old. They were and, old. And they needed full-time care. Um, and Richard helped too. Yes. So she suspected that, uh, so, so the, the cousin Constance suspected that Stacy, um, uh, because Stacy was around her grandparents all the time because she was basically a nurse and knew medical stuff that she might've been the one who took the car. So, uh, Constance, uh, contacted the police. The cops found out that Stacy had suddenly, out of nowhere, sold her grandparents' car. Oh. When the cops tracked the car down, they found out that uh, her, her, the tires of the car were exact match for the third set of tire tracks oh, at fuck. the crime scene. Oh, no. Oh, no. Everything's coming together. It's not looking mm -hmm. good for Stacy. Yep. On May 25th, 2010, they arrested uh, Reggie. But he denied everything. A few hours later, they also arrested Lenitra, who mm -hmm. also refused to incriminate herself or anybody else. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, as far as, like, human beings go and, you know, with morality and whatnot, like, uh, you know, they're not doing so well. But as far as, like, the prisoner 
conduct code goes. Yeah. Like they're fucking solid. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So on May 25th, two days after Stacy had spread her husband's ashes from a hot air balloon. Mm. Which I'm sure was an emotional ride. Yeah. Right? Imagine like being a, being like the... Because I'm sure she couldn't run the hot air balloon. Imagine being the hot air balloon operator on that <laughs> she one. She just dumps it out and it blows back yeah. in a hot, hot air balloon. Yeah, like, like a big Lebowski. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah and, then, and then one of her friends were like, what the fuck did that have to do with Vietnam? You know? <laughs> you know, and then the, and then her one of her sons is like, fuck it, let's go bowling. But, but I mean, you know, like... Um, I don't know. Well, first off, this lady is clearly a sociopath. Oh, yeah. Which means I think she could have been pretty darn convincing that, like, this was, like, a big tragedy for her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They said earlier that, like, she was caught laughing and smiling. And I'm sure that's true. But I also Mm -hmm. think that when she wanted to turn on the waterworks, she could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, hot air air balloons are apparently pretty big. Like, apparently, they could stick, like, you know, 20, 25 people in one of those baskets. wow. Well, it depends how big the balloon is. They come in varying sizes. Yeah, I know that. But, like, the big ones could fit, like, a good amount of people in there. That sounds fucking terrifying to me. 100%. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I would never do that. Yeah. I, I might be convinced to do it if it was over, like, a... A really beautiful location like like if if we were like in yeah. fucking like victoria falls in zimbabwe or something and yeah somebody was like do you want to go on a sunset like air, hot air balloon ride yeah. over the waterfall i'd be like i don't know if i can turn I, that I, down I think, I think the only re- way that you know i would like be in that situation to take a hot air balloon ride is like you know if say i remarried like some silver fox type guy that's like a balloonist remarried a dude yeah why not oh right yeah yeah okay um and you know he's like no trust me i have to take you up in the hot air balloon you're gonna love it Mm -hmm. and then we have like a really intimate evening in the balloon we have sex at like three thousand feet yeah i don't like any of this fantasy (laughs) (laughs) well i'll I'll give you my two cents um sorry joseph you know so so there's um so any any like arctic exploration um uh story that comes from like you know the 1800s is it's always terrifying right it's always like somebody you know uh a ship goes out from the uk trying to find somebody and like half if not all of them die of either fucking scurvy starvation or both cannibalism all sorts of stuff but the worst story i ever heard involved a hot air balloon oh no so it was a dude from i think they were in like sweden and they were like we got this hot air balloon we're going to sail the hot air balloon towards the north pole so it's like 1890 something yeah and they made it like i don't know like 20 miles and they ended up landing on an ice flow and um yeah i think they ended up like they killed like a polar bear so they eat, eat him for a bit but they basically all ended up like you know dying of either starvation or scurvy or whatever um and it was and it was all because like really hot air balloon really yeah, yeah. there's a reason you don't see more hot air balloons i i mean i think the hot air balloon 
um, industry or like the technology has like improved since then. But you still hear all these horror stories. Dude, you guys, one time um, a hot air balloon crashed into my parents' backyard. Wow, that's sexy. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And apparently, um, I guess it's like a tradition that when you land a hot air balloon, you um, like nobody was hurt when this air- hot air balloon crashed in my parents' mm-hmm. backyard. But apparently you're supposed to like crack open a bottle of champagne when the hot air balloon lands. That's like tradition or something so they just gave the the champagne to my parents instead for for being like sorry that we landed in your yard yeah 100 percent. (laughs) yeah your your parents sound pretty pretty fucking cool to just be like man it happens (laughs) i mean so my parents have like five acres of yard and like the part like the front half of it is like nicely yeah. like you know manicured and they have gardens and they've put work into it but the back half of it is just like free growing desert so that that's where it like okay. landed was like in the back yeah mm. we're, we're we're uh when they got out were they like ah the bees the bees <laughs> you know like <laughs> nicholas cage and wicker man yeah <laughs> um, yeah they just crashed their balloon and everybody got uh, got attacked yeah. by you know right because killer that, bees. That, was, that was basically like how, how you grew up it was just like a, everywhere you went and your property it was just like a Bee swarm houses. of bees, just bees yeah, yeah everywhere. Just bees everywhere I could. Oh, I have a story about this too. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Okay. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> we actually had when I was a kid. We had an indoor beehive. What? Was, yeah, my dad made this uh, an indoor beehive. It was um, it was made out of glass. It was this big like glass panel, you know, um, su- surrounded with like a wood frame, and it's it stood up on this table, and it had like a tube that connected from the, uh, you know this thing to the window so the bees could go in and out but yeah we had bees inside of the house (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know it was like portable too so one time my dad brought it to like my school for show and tell Mm. with (laughs) or without bees in it with the bees in it oh nice yeah i like um i like that story you tell where they had to give one of your siblings up for adoption because they were elite allergic to bees right mm, so they mm-hmm. just get, gave him away yeah they're yeah, like we yeah. can't do this yeah <laughs> and then also became an only child yeah yeah that that's the story of how i became an only child you know what it's like this is a real story at, at the end of the day you just got to say like hey look look like not everyone was supposed to be part of our family right you're <laughs> you have to want to be yeah. in our family yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you gotta be with it you know and and you you don't you motherfucking epi pen wanting little kid all right <laughs> I mean, maybe if EpiPens were a little cheaper, yeah, exactly. they would have kept the kid. But yeah. it's just, you know, it's kind of ridiculous. It wasn't your parents' fault. You yeah. Know? Like, so, yeah. so he just needed to, you know, get out on the streets and figure it out for himself. <laughs> it was a brother? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So anyway, um, Stacy gets arrested, um, you know, and uh, she's charged with murder along with uh, Reg and uh, Lenitra. And um, basically, when Stacy realized she's pretty screwed, she, um, she says, "Look, I'm gonna make a deal. I want because originally the prosecutors, you know, were talking about the death penalty. Yeah, right. And she she said, "Look, 
take the death penalty off the table and I will testify against uh, Reg and Lenitra. So she was a rat. Snitches get stitches. Unacceptable. Uh Uh-huh. That's breaking the code. 100%. It's like, you know, it's one of those things where you can't win once once you get in the system. It's like, you gotta, you gotta pick a side. You gotta play by, you know, the cops' rules or you gotta play by prison's rules. You can't play both sides or you're gonna end up... Fucking dead. Dead, dead. Very R-A-B. dead. So, uh, the prosecutor said, we agree. We agree. Screw over your friends. Um, so, on May 17th, 2012... It was Lenitra's trial, mm-hmm. um, and Stacy was a star witness, and she basically testified that Lenitra was involved, but she was the mastermind of this whole plot to kill Richard. Mm-hmm. On the stand, she basically said that Richard was murdered not because of insurance money or anything else, but because she thought he was molesting her middle kid, middle son, who was 11. Apparently, she would come home and Richard and the son, the, um, the son were fighting, which apparently was pretty abnormal. Prior to this situation, they got along very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they were buddy-buddy. Right, so, so they were fighting all the time. Uh, she didn't know what was up. And... Um, she said that her son said something to her like you don't know what he does to me but he kept it pretty vague mm-hmm. right yeah. and she so that's well, a pretty big leap for her to just be like he's molesting my son yes yeah yes. also we never know if he really the son really said that well yeah yeah so so you know when he said that she immediately jumped to the conclusion that uh, her son was being molested and I guess she was questioned about why she jumped to that conclusion and she said that she had also had p- past trauma of a family member molesting her which mm-hmm. she never got over right so it was kind of like a PTSD thing or PTSD mm-hmm. she basically blames the molestation on um on like the fact that she she never kind of got over this trauma and she also blames her personal trauma her personal molestation on why she couldn't keep a husband because you know I, when you when you do a jury trial and a jury trial is basically theater in a lot of ways mm-hmm. you know and like those people in those 12 boxes are going to go hey why would you uh, be married? I don't know five times. Like, why would that happen? Why would that happen to a person? So you gotta like, you gotta say something. You gotta come up with yeah, something, something yeah. compelling to you know explain to everyone in the audience why like uh, your love life has been shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not the know, shit, but shit. Yeah, yeah. shit. You know, it, it it's weird. It's like, you know, I mean, I never been married, but. If I was married that many times and they were they were trying to figure out reasons, you know, I would just have to be like, I'm a weird dude. People can't, <laughs> people can't live with me. It's, it's, it's fucked up. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, I didn't know. I didn't know how crazy I was until I tried starting living with people, you know. But um, 
but she had a she had a way more solid reason. Um, so basically, yeah, she said that you know she got molested, and that's why uh, she's been married so many times, and that's why she basically thought that Richard molested her son. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to so basically after she found this out, she went to work, and she told her co-worker and tenant Lenitra what happened you know that Richard was molesting her son and Lenitra offered to help her kill Richard Mm -hmm. and and the reason why this was all like a tricky situation is because uh, Richard had legally adopted those children Mm -hmm. and uh, she was the breadwinner so uh, Stacy was so like she would like be taken to the cleaners in a divorce trial yeah yeah. So Lenitra introduced Stacy to her ex con boyfriend, Mr. Results. Mr. Results. Uh, AKA Reggie Coleman. Mystery AKA Salts. Mystery Salts. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, when Stacy talked to Reggie, Reggie immediately seemed very sympathetic to her plight. Right. Like, you know, I. Yeah. Because he works with like at risk youth and stuff like that, you know. And like... Yeah. I, I, I hate chomos like, you know, um, but he wasn't but he wasn't going to kill this guy for free, which also kind of means he really didn't give a fuck. Like I, he would have he killed basically anyone for if the price was right is what was really yeah. up. So let's not yeah. let's not put this guy on a pedestal. Um but but the fact that he happened to uh, he thought he happened to be a chomo if that's even the case what are you saying yeah, chomo? What's a chomo oh chomo means child molester that's what they call him oh. in prison yeah oh see i don't know that chomo huh. yeah hmm. All right. yeah no in lockup that's what they call it chomo yeah i don't watch shows like lockup because it seems like so depressing it is <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it, but it's also like it, it's also like in, incredibly fascinating and intriguing but yeah. anyway um so this is what um stacy does she offers um reggie eight thousand nine hundred dollars she gave that money to uh lenitra lenitra and lenitra gave it to reggie but also along with the eight thousand nine hundred bucks uh She's going to give Reggie and her Le- house. And Lenitra, the well, house. Oh, yeah, so... But yeah, it would be Reggie's house. Yeah. So basically, both Lenitra and Reggie were getting about $100,000. Mm. Right? Which is, you know, when they said 8900 bucks, right? I was like, that's a That's not low. very much. Yeah. That's not going to go very far. Yeah, but $100,000, that's okay. A house. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That, you have that's a house more to than live in forever. Yeah. Yeah, but that's more than a hit would cost, right? Aren't hits like $50,000 or 15? I don't know. I mean, you know, I guess it all depends. I guess it depends on like how good you are and how many hits you have done and stuff mm. like that. I mean, <laughs> if you feel like you could do it in like a in, in like a, like this is like busy work for you killing someone's like busy work mm. maybe your price is a little bit lower but you know as far as i'm concerned like i don't know you could 
Well, you better include a house. Yeah. 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 At least. Yeah. But anyway, like when it, when I heard 8,900, I was like, come on, Reggie. And then I heard about the house. I was like, that a boy. <laughs> <laughs> so after the arrangement was made, uh, Stacy lured Richard uh, into the park with a promise of sex. How sad is your sex life? If How sad is your marriage? Yeah. If, mm. if you can be lured by the promise of sex. From your wife. From your wife <laughs> in 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 a park. Yeah. You know? but, but I feel like it was his side of things that was holding up the sex life. Like maybe like his like his unit didn't work or something. Maybe. I mean, who knows? Like um we'll get to this in a second, but like Stacy, let's just call her an unreliable narrator at yes. this moment. <laughs> yes. You yes. know, she's she's like uh Leonardo DiCaprio in um wolf of wall street like mm-hmm. who knows what the fuck's true what she's talking about so uh you know richard comes uh reggie's there he shoots reggie six times um then uh you know uh reggie texts uh lenitra who texts stacy happy valentine's day which means the job is done May 22nd, 2012, Lenitra is found guilty and sentenced to life without parole, which is, a, I think, I think that's yeah. solid. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a good yeah. job mm-hmm. by um, the legal system. Sure. Uh, Reggie cops a plea, right, to get the death penalty off the table. Mm-hmm. And on November 12th, 2012, Reggie pleads guilty uh, to murder and got life without parole. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, December 3rd, 2012, you know, th- this is what's great about this case. There's like a little kicker at the end that we're about to get into, but just, you know, buckle up. Yeah. All buckle right. up All boys right. and girls. <laughs> so anyway, December 12th, 2000, 2012, Stacy, um, because she was testified, uh, and already copped the deal, you know, and, and is pleading guilty. Um, she seems like she's in pretty good shape, right? She could be sent. So there's two choices that is at the discretion of the judge sentenced to life with or without parole Mm -hmm. and without parole. There's a very good chance, you know, that she could be out in a, in a, or with parole, you mean? Yeah. With parole. She could be out, um, in a good amount of time. Um, okay. So. Basically, uh, after she testified at Lenitra's uh, trial, right, she said all this stuff about, you know, her son saying that he was molested by Richard or she thought that uh, her son was molested by Richard. So the cops talked to her son at this time. She, The son was about 14. Mm-hmm. Her son categori- categorically denies being molested by Richard. Wow. Or ever accusing him of being molested. Wow. He, in addition, he states that he never talked to his mom about the so-called molestation. Whoa. Right? So he just straight up like... Be like, sorry, mom. That's just 100% not true. And I mean, they never go into like what sort of a mom, she, like what, what kind of relationship she has with her kids. 
But it can't be that great. It can't be that yeah. great when there's like a million different daddies. Now, also, if your son is like, ah, she's lying. You know? Yeah, yeah. So because that's you... crazy. So we don't we don't actually know the motive then. <clears throat> well, we uh no we don't. Or, or maybe she just she truly believed that he was molesting her son, even if it was completely not in touch with reality at all. Well, okay. So so as far as the motive goes. We haven't heard anything from the horse's mouth, a.k.a. Stacy. Yeah. However, um, Richard did have a life insurance policy of $500,000 oh. that she, she had to gain after the death, as well as the fact that Richard had also legally adopted two kids. Mm. And what that meant was if she divorced Richard... She would have to pay him um, uh, child support, child support, possibly alimony. Yeah. You know, it works both ways. Yeah. Um, so that seems like a pretty good motive. Damn. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, um, to this day, uh, Stacy has, you know, said, um, you know, she believes that Richard molested her son, but. I kind of feel like at some point she just was like, I'm going to say whatever I have to. Yeah. To kind of, you know, get out of the hot seat. And once you have a story, once you, you know, kind of get sucked into the legal system and you have a story, even after you're convicted, you got to stick with that story for appeals. Right. Yep. You know, there's so many people that have been <laughs> fucked by going to jail mm -hmm. and then like kind of like spilling the beans and then all of a sudden like their appeals are like well you know you just said something to pierce morgan so you're fucked now you know yeah <laughs> fucking pierce morgan so um at the end of the day because she basically perjured herself um she was also sentenced to life without parole damn so all three mm -hmm. of them are just uh you know in there forever chilling in jail based, wow you know forever you know based on their reality yeah. these always have such happy endings yeah but i think we did hit it this time i mean you know as far as like this show goes like this was a happy ending yeah yeah <laughs> this was yeah, a happy yeah ending. no i mean justice was served you're yeah. correct yeah you know it's like it, it you know Maybe one day we should try to find a story where like everybody is alive and okay at the end. But yeah. I don't know. I think we could. You know, I always want to talk about King Cobra JFS. It's there's no crime involved, but it is incredibly sad. Okay, maybe not. All right, whatever. All well, right. well, <laughs> we we definitely hit this case, and we really hope everyone had a good uh, or at least decent Valentine's Day that wasn't too full of heartbreak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, peace out. Yeah.